You are listening to the Grace Church Podcast. To learn more about Grace, including our gathering times, visit us online at thegracechurch.net. Today's sermon comes from Pastor Tommy Jones. Morning, guys. It's Easter. Oh, man, good to see everybody. Looks like everyone found a seat. That's good. Uh, My name is Tommy. I'm the pastor here if we have not met. If we have met... Still my name, Tommy. That doesn't, doesn't change anything, I guess. Um, man, it's so good to see so many of you today. Uh, welcome home, guys. Um, I hope that what you experience in here is just is something special. And l- let me just start with the scripture. I think this one's so cool. It's Revelation 5, 5. And it says, Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. The lion of the tribe of Judah. I love this verse. And and if you're new to church, man, I just covered a lot of theology. And you're like, I wonder what he's talking about. And that's fair because the open the scrolls, basically, but even if you don't really understand this verse, uh, what you understand is a lion. I mean, when I talk about Jesus being a lion, I think there should be some imagery that comes into everyone's head. And the imagery shouldn't be like, meow. Right? And when you think lion, that's not what you think. Uh, I think you, you think something different. Like you think a roar, you think powerful, you think mighty. When I think of lion, I think of someone who possesses great authority. And so when we talk about Jesus the lion, we're talking about one who's the king, right? And then last night, or Friday night, we talked about the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And even if you don't know the passage, I mean, we got people new to church, people who come back to church, I get it. Even if you don't know the passage, you get what a lamb is. Lambert, y'all remember him? Y'all remember Lambert? And so you know, I think we understand a lamb, and I think we understand the lion. And, and so you, then you come to church, and again, maybe you're back or you're new. It, it, guys, we don't, we're not taking attendance here. Um, we're just glad you're here today. Uh, it doesn't matter. But you come to church, and then some guy gets on the stage with a really nice shirt, and he starts talking about the lion, and the, Jesus is the lion, and he's the lamb. And you're kind of like, I don't know if a lion can be a lamb. And I get it. It's strange. It's, it's not what you expect. But it's like there, there's some strange mystery that we celebrate that says Christ is both the Lion of Judah who overcomes death, conquers the grave, and he's the Lamb of God who dies on a cross for the sin of the world. He is both. And it's beautiful. It's not what you expect, but it's beautiful. You know, I, it's, when I think about Easter, I, I don't know really what you expected today. I don't really know what you came here expecting. I'm guessing you probably expected, you know, some, some colorful things I'm guessing you expected some music. Um, you probably expected someone to, to speak to you. I mean, you, you probably had some expectations. Or maybe, maybe you're one of those people who you're coming to church today and what you expected was a room full of stuffy people, right? And some sacred man who had a sacred book and he stood in a sacred space and shared sacred words that no one else had access to, right? And maybe you expected a room full of people who would judge you Everything you do, because you're still committing sins that they haven't gotten caught committing yet, right? And then maybe you expected uh, that, that we would do all this stuff and we'd sing these songs, and then you'd see the same people out this week, and they would act just like everybody else in the rest of the world. You're like, but no, I saw you. You were like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And now you're like, ah, you know, I, I hate my waitress at Sonic or whatever, you know? You're like, hold, hold on, I'm, I'm a little confused. If that's what you came here expecting, let me tell you this. 
I get it because I've seen it, right? I've seen, I'll tell you a quick funny story about expectations. Uh, I was having lunch with a guy one day and we were talking about he was going to do some mission stuff for Grace or whatever. And, and we had lunch for like an hour and he was telling me all this stuff, the big pitch. And I was like, oh, that's great. And he said, okay, thank you for your time. Now when can I re- meet the real pastor from Grace? And I was like, well, so I introduced him to Chris. <laughs> I mean, what you, I don't know what you expect. I don't know what you came here expecting, but my hope is that it's not what you get. You expected passive. You expected boring. Listen, don't, don't ever confuse our passivity with the lion. And maybe you've had a bad experience with people, but don't ever confuse that with the lion of Judah. Don't ever, don't ever confuse our boredom with him. Don't ever confuse our half-heartedness with his, because what he did changed the world forever, and he changed your life. Don't confuse our weakness with his power, because <laughs> there's something special about the lion, something you might not expect. I have seen it, man. I have seen, I have seen people act crazy, but I have also seen lives transformed. Man, I have seen the addict lead people to Christ. I've seen marriages restored who no one ever thought would work. (laughs) I've seen people come back. I've seen the kid come home. I've seen so many beautiful things. I have seen power unleashed in a way that I never expected. So yeah, I've seen some squirrely stuff from the church, but I've also seen great beauty. There's a verse in Romans 8. This is good, man. Every verse I'm going to read is good, but I say that all the time. But this one's really good. Romans 8 9. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You're controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them, they don't belong to Him. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of your sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. You hear that? The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead, He lives in you. And if that's true, there should be some things we don't expect. Matter of fact, the very next part of that verse says, And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living in you. Man, I don't know what you came here expecting today, but I know what we have to offer. I didn't expect that. (laughs) See? keeping you on your toes. I don't, know, I don't know what you came here expecting today, but life is what you can get. I have no idea, what, but life is what you can get. John 10, 10, this is a cool verse too. It says, a thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. The thief comes, and that's not life for the fool, that's life to the full. You understand the difference? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, to take. And you're like, well, who's the thief? I don't know who's been the thief in your life. I have no idea what the thief has been in your life. Maybe it's a broken marriage. Maybe it's a past. Maybe it's generational sin. Maybe it's addiction. Maybe it's your money. Maybe, I don't know what the thief has been in your life. Maybe it's been, you know, your kids' sports have occupied all your time. Or maybe it's been your kids' sports have occupied all your time. Or maybe it's been your kids' sports have occupied all of your time. I, I don't know what it's been for you, but whatever it is, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come so that you might have 
life. There's a million things that want to steal, right? There's a million things that want to distract. There's a million things that want to occupy. There's a million things that want to compete. But there is one who brings life, and he is Jesus the Christ. And apart from him, there is no life. And if you came here without him, what you've been living is a cheap imitation of the life he wants you to have. I don't know what you expected, but I know what he wants you to have. And guys, I, I don't say this stuff because the Bible tells me so. I, I don't stand up here and tell you all this stuff about Jesus because I read it in the Bible. I tell you this because I have experienced this. Like, and if you've known me for more than about 13 years, you're like, he's telling the truth. I'll testify. I saw that dude 13 years ago. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you what I have experienced, what I have seen. And this is not an original message. I mean, if you came to Easter expecting an original message, wrong day. Acts 2.32, God has raised this Jesus to life, and we're all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. That was thousands of years ago. Guys went into the street full of the Holy Spirit, and they said, he's alive. He ain't in the grave. I'm going to east in this for you. He ain't in the grave. I seen him. He's alive. You're like, oh, yeah, now, now I'm with you. Right? This is real. This is real stuff. And, and, and I, I am testifying not to what I read, but to what I have seen. And if you want another testimony, come back next week. I got a buddy of mine who's going to stand up here with me on stage, and he's going to testify to what God has done in his life. This is a friend of mine who I thought every time my phone rang, it was someone calling me to tell me he was dead. His, his, years and years wrecked with heroin addiction, and God has brought this friend of mine back to life and transformed him, and now he is living free, and the Son of God is alive in him. And next week, he's going he's gonna to stand here and tell you the same thing I'm going to tell you. I've known this guy since ninth grade, so there's a lot of things he's not going to tell you. But, I mean, the story's true. If it's a lie, it's one heck of a conspiracy. But it's true. He's come back to life, and life is what he has to offer. Luke 24, 24. On the first day of the week, this is cool, man. Very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. I wonder what they were expecting. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, and they entered. They did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Amen. Because how much of our lives have we spent looking for life among the dead? We've looked for life in so many places. We look for life in our money and in our, in our spouse and in our kids and, and in our job and in our identity. We look for life in so many places. We spend so much of our life looking for life in all the wrong places. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, worked on that all week, Kia V. Really, though? I mean, how, how much of my life did I waste looking for the living among the dead? But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. Not today. Not for you. Not now. Listen, I don't know what you came here expecting, but life is what's available. Real life. 
Life that matters. Life that's free. Life without regret. Life free of shame. Life the way life was supposed to be for us through Jesus, the Christ, the image of the invisible God, the lion, the lamb, the mediator, the judge, the alpha, the omega, the one who's always been, the one who is, the lover of your very soul is here because he loves you. And so I, I don't know what you came expecting. If you came expecting judgment, not, not today. If you came expecting wrath, not today. If you came expecting boredom or stuffiness or just the same old people doing the same old thing then going back to their same old life, then my prayer is today that we greatly, greatly, greatly miss your expectations. I hope we fail you <laughs> because I hope what we give you isn't what you expected. When they found Jesus alive, he wasn't what they expected. When those people went back into the world, it wasn't what the world expected. They thought it was just another group of people mourning the dead, but it was life. And if life is what you want, life is available for you. Not the cheap imitation, the real thing. If you were expecting a, lo a long sermon, I'm about to shatter your expectations. <laughs> Christ is risen. Amen. And he loves you. And you're not here because you're, you want mama's lunch. You're here because the king of the world, oh, you're here because the king of the world was expecting you. Receive the truth. If you are encouraged by today's message, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at thegracechurch.net. And again, Thanks for listening to the Grace Church Podcast.